0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Let some things be
1: This is That's So Retrograde. What's up,
0: Elizabeth Cott. What's up? I'm Stephanie Simbari. I'm trying a new personality. What's up? I'm Stephanie Simbari. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. (laughs) She's excited to be here. She's having a nervous breakdown.
1: (laughs) Guys, we're doing something a little fun and different today. We had a really exciting first-time experience uh, recording a live show digitally in front of an audience.
0: Can I just say, Dynasty Typewriter, you guys are the shit. I can't even, I'm just so impressed with every single element of the production and how it went down and just like the kindness and the patience and the joy of our friends that helped us do it over there. the
1: creativity over there. It's so special. So Dynasty Typewriter is a really, really special spot here in Los Angeles, a theater that hosts incredible comedy and really cool creative pieces and shows like ours. So we partnered with them and we got about 60 listeners to join us for our first live recording. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to dip into that today. Mikey Dimitrovich, aka Edible Spirit, aka That's So Retrograde All Star. We are talking more about like what's happening cosmically, looking to Halloween, looking a little bit also to the election, obviously, because we can't not. He gives us some great rituals. Um, we're actually putting the entire live show up on our YouTube page. So you guys can go check that out. And we'll link that in our newsletter that you can sign up on at that So Retrograde.com. And it's a, just a fun time. So we're going to get into that in a sec. But since we do the live show, yeah. I thought we would tackle a rose and a thorn up top. Just be true to the that's so retrograde essence.
0: Mine's completely unrelated to this live show, but I okay. just wanted to say that I ran out of toothpaste, so I had to purchase some. And I was standing in the aisle of our favorite organic grocery, Erewhon, also known as my safe space, also known as the place where I'm going to hide in the apocalypse. <laughs> and
1: I know there is a great article in Vanity Fair about Erewhon and the cult of Erewhon that I just read last night that I have to send to you.
0: Well, Erewhon is my Keith Ranieri. So I'll, <laughs> I will fuck the shit out of that place. I don't care. He kisses on the lips also. <laughs> yeah, I kiss Erewhon on the lips. kisses. Kiss. On I don't the care lips. who else he kisses. <laughs> but I was standing in the aisle and I was looking at all the organic toothpaste and I was delighted to see our friends Lumino on the shelves. Ooh. And so I was like, you know what? They never sent me the free package that they promised. (laughs) So I'm going to buy it myself because I am really, really curious because it sounded so incredible. And I was really super into what the Dr. Madahi was talking about. And so anyways, I bought it and it delivers. I'm obsessed with the toothpaste. It's five stars for Lumino. That's my rose. I
1: mean, if you're not taking care of your mouth wellness, the buck stops there, really. I'm going to actually do a thorn, which I rarely thorn. Mm-hmm. I rarely thorn. This I know about myself. I like to keep it positive.
0: posy fairy vibes?
1: I'm a posy fairy all the time. We know that. Yeah. So last Friday, I was really excited. It was going to be my first time like venturing out into the world in a way that honors the old way of being. I was getting my hair colored. I was going to the salon for the first time. Okay. You know what? I'm also going to get my nails done while I'm out there in West Hollywood. It's going to be a twofer. It's like, hello, new me, makeover city. Like, so excited. Uh So I go to Salon Benjamin. They were Uh fantastic. I I go see a guy for color over there, Jeremy Tardo. He's awesome. I, I go into Salon Benjamin. There's plexiglass. There's plastic bags with like the robe they have you wear when you're getting your hair done, right? Mm-hmm. They're like all your belongings need to go in the bag. Cool. Like I loved it. They're like if you would you like tea or coffee? If you'd like some, we're not serving it inside, but we're happy to bring it to you outside. They had gotten rid of a number of stations so that people were more spread out. I just felt entirely taken care of, masks on, you know, like the whole nine. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, okay, like being back out in this pandemic era, like, not that bad. I'm I'm, I'm vibing with it. Great. Then I get to my nail place. hmm Whew. Different vibe. It was, so at this nail place, which I'm, I'm going to say which it is, <clears throat> Blush LA, across from Wasteland, mm-hmm. I'm Melrose, mm-hmm. calling you out fully. Their whole thing is, like, they serve free mimosas. Cool. Great. Love that. For when we're not dealing with a fucking pandemic. Stop serving your fucking mimosas because people were in there drinking, thus taking their masks off. By the time they're done, they're buzzed. They're not putting their mask back on. Nobody at the fucking the 20 year olds working the desk at the nail salon. They don't care. They don't know how to enforce it. And I was just like in the corner having a full meltdown. Mm hmm just watching these people just like loudly, boozily talk in a small enclosed space without their masks. And I was like, I don't know if I can handle this world when people are out here being so reckless. It was just, I just think it's entirely irresponsible and people need to fucking get it together.
0: Well, you know, yeah, that's wild. I know that there's other salons. Like I know our friend Sarah, she went and she got her nails done at Butter and they did like a whole parking lot set up. So it was like outside. So right. it's like.
1: No, I think there's plenty of places that are, you know, transitioning for the times and doing it in a way that's responsible. So people can do frivolous shit, like get their nails done when they want to. Right. It just shouldn't be putting people in a situation where they don't feel safe. Like that's fucked up. And
0: yeah. 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 I mean, listen, it's not really like, like the nail salon is the tip of the iceberg of what needs to be done better. It's like a microcosm. 1000%. It
1: was yeah. just like my own experience. Like I really keep it pretty home centric. And I was reminded why? Because of shit like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: shame on you to the nail place for letting that happen.
0: Yeah, that's really gross. Also, just like, ew, I hate like a, I hate a brunch. I hate a drunk brunch vibe in general. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: worse, it's like, oh yeah, don't miss that.
0: Also. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <sighs>
1: Okay, I'm all worked up now. I'm like, huh. Just, well, you can also really not put the nail on
0: and look like this. <laughs> so you have two choices. Right, right which
1: I, you know, was perfectly fine with. I'm going back to the DIY moment of yeah. not doing it at all. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to the nails. Yeah. Um. All right, guys, we are going to hop on in to this live recording that we did. Thanks to everyone who showed up. You can watch the full thing, tech difficulties and all over on our YouTube. It was a fun uh, retrogradian experience at the top of the show
0: with nothing working. We're going to take that format, the games. We have a bunch of games that we designed. So we're going we're gonna to do that again sometime. So stay tuned for that when it actually uh, works.
1: And without further ado, it's us. <laughs> Bye. Hi. Okay, friends. It is time to give love to one of the brands that have helped make this show possible today. And really, for so many That's So Retrograde experiences.
0: So many days.
1: We're talking about our friends over at Saqqara, everybody. Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what we eat. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients, and they are designed to boost our energy, improve our digestion, and get skin glowing. You're speaking my language.
0: They have just figured out the meal delivery offering as well as really an entire collection of options for boosting all of the things that you need to live your best life. They have created chef crafted breakfasts, lunch and dinners. They change weekly. And honestly, it's crazy to me that they deliver in every single state in America. I don't understand how that's humanly possible, but they've figured that out.
1: Whitney and Danielle started this company delivering these meals on their bikes in New York City. Mm-hmm. And when we met them is when Sakara had expanded to LA. And now they're in every state. It's just been so incredible to watch this idea just blossom into this full thing. I have to say right now, since you asked, Steph, I'm uh, drinking my beauty detox water. Little drops, which I like to have in the morning. And I like to have the chlorophyll drops like more towards the evening. Okay, I love that. And you can buy them in a little two-pack experience over in on their website.
0: So what you're talking about is the Wellness Essentials. They have a whole yeah. boutique of supplements, herbal teas. They have super powders. And they're just really a one-stop shop for healthy pooping, essentially.
1: <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like getting the digestion yeah. in check, getting... <laughs> Everything just feeling right. And I feel th- I'm thinking that being at home, it's just a really nice time to incorporate something new into the routine. Just like a little fun, like boost, a little pick-me-up, a little let's try it while we have a moment.
0: It's like so, if Postmates wasn't trash.
1: <laughs> exactly. So right <laughs> now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order, either the meal delivery or anything on the clean boutique when you go to sakara.com slash retrograde and enter the code retrograde.
0: That's S-A-K-R-A dot com slash retrograde. Enter code retrograde. You'll get 20% off your first order. Treat yourself, guys. The seasons are changing. Don't you want a warm, cozy breakfast, lunch, and dinner delivered to your door? I do.
2: I sure do. Sign (laughs) me up. Now back to the show. Thank you guys Um, for having me on today. I'm so glad to be here. I love Dynasty so much. I miss it there so much. I miss communal gatherings so much. I miss their popcorn so much. But to me, showing up for this and even the pre-show, to me, the commercials, the trailers, they just feel so good. So it's really, really nice to be here for this. So thanks for having me.
1: Oh, my God. You're such a
2: cutie. You're
1: such a cutie. I agree. Those trailers at the beginning are real, real top-notch.
2: Love them. Love them. I just want to dive in and just remind you guys even that you know astrology works because of the hermetic axiom right the law of as above so below as within so without and it sort of says that like you know if we didn't have these bodies and these souls and these minds we would have nothing to compare the planets to you know so the way that astrology came about was people observing these observable things like on the full moon you could see Mars right next to the full moon right like you see these things, and then you connect the dots to what's going on inside of you and you know try to make sense of it all and try to you know live a good life and and live in balance and as Steph said, live in some flow, but like yeah, you know this is it's a really thick, thick, thick moment, and not just because of the stuff that we're seeing on the news because there's like a clamor going on up there, so I think I'm really glad we get to have this conversation
0: so tell us. Why it suddenly feels so thick?
2: Well, you know we're on that retrograde. It has a lot to do with all of these retrograde planets. Really, I mean, like check these notes. I'm not going to go through all of them, but like there's a lot of stuff. This is these are each one of these lines is like something that's happening. But I'm going to focus on the really important stuff that you know the quick moving planets, the inner planets, um, and also the moon, which is the most intimate uh, celestial body that changes all the time. The first thing that just happened recently was the full moon in Aries on October 1st. And Aries is, you know, a fiery sign that has a lot to do with the self and the individual and, and drive and desire and me, 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 my, 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 I, 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 what do I want? What am I going to do? Who am I? You know, very, very selfish, very self-oriented, self-oriented, self-centered. Right. And then midway on the 16th, right? We have a new moon in Libra, which is opposite Aries. And that's the sign of the other, you know, the sign of relationships and contracts, and it's represented by the scale. So it's like Lady Justice. And then at the end of the month on the 31st is another full moon, which is in Taurus, right? The sign of tangibility and touchability and sensuality and deliciousness and food and comfort and cashmere, right? So two full moons in one month, blue moon, right? And remembering that the moon is like a peak of energy, a crest of energy, right? A, a building up because whatever's opposite the moon at that time, uh, this well, I mean, the sun is, is opposite the moon during a full moon. So the light of the sun is like blasting against the moon, which is our insides. So it's like, Full moons always bring about intensity and, you know, they affect gravity. So, and the tides, so when the moon is full, it's supposed to be this time of really powerful spiritual connection. But like, there's so much fire from this recent full moon in Aries that I just felt like it was a full moon of itchiness. So that's one thing. But there was also a Mars retrograde and Mars uh, turned retrograde. Oh, geez. of course I'm not even, I can't find it right now, but it turned retrograde a little while ago. Maybe you guys remember. And it stays that way until November 13th. It was like okay? a month ago, I think. Right? It's been a minute. It just sort of like peaked yep. like last week. And really, there were alignments to this full moon that I feel like pinged the Mars energy. So, Mars is the fiery, yang, driven, forward moving. What do I want? And how am I going to get what I want? So, Mars is a fiery planet, and Aries is a fiery sign, full moon in a fiery sign. So, during that whole time, I was like, if you are not itchy, where are you at right now? Like if you don't feel this fire in your heart, in your body, that's the full moon. It's like, got to check in with that, right? Because you're probably feeling good. And if you're not, it means you're probably paying attention to something else. And it's better to flow with these things, like you said, and honor these things that are happening and look for these connections because then you at least know what to do with them, right? You can make some decisions about what to do.
0: All right, guys, we are taking another break and we are going to shout out our friends over at Ritual. We love Ritual because they are a totally traceable, clean, vegan, friendly, non-GMO, no synthetic fillers, no artificial colors, no animal byproducts, multivitamin. Hello. And they look cute. What's good, Ritual?
1: I, I know that I need my vitamin
0: to have no gross synthetic fillers, but also be cute. It's really cute because they have this little capsule and it's like clear with these little pellets in it. And it's because they have both oily and dry nutrients in one capsule. There are nine nutrients to help fill the gaps in your diet. They are scientists and nutritionists recommended. They are the methylated forms of folate and B12, which I know 50% of you need that. I know you hear me, guys. You tired-ass bitches. (laughs) Where you at? And
1: Ritual is now offering different multivitamins for all stages of life and mind. Not only the multivitamin for women, which Steph and I have been taking, but they are now offering for men and teens. And Ritual vitamins are scientifically developed to help support all these different stages. They really, like, went in on the specifics and did a ton of research for— what men are missing in their diet, what teens are. It's like a great starting place.
0: Also prenatal, you forgot to mention, which is, you know, we're getting to that age where maybe some of our listeners are starting to enter the baby making stage, you know, asking for a friend. What happens when that happens? And you need to take a different type of vitamin. So they got you covered.
1: So great. And the best part, it's delivered right to our door. No leaving the house necessary. Love that. So guys, if you want to try ritual out, You can get 10% off during your first three months over at ritual.com slash retrograde. Start your ritual today. Try it out. Let it come to your house. Receive it. Enjoy it. Let them know we sent you.
0: Join the Minty Burp Society, guys.
1: It's a great place to be. (laughs) If we had a burp sound effect, I feel like it would go in perfectly right
0: there. Do you think that, guys, (laughs) while we're talking about ritual... Dot com slash retrograde. Let us know if you think we should make T-shirts that say Minty Burp Society on them. Thanks.
2: Probably. All right. Now back to the show. Today, Mars retrograde is in a square with Pluto and Mars is in Aries still. Pluto represents enforced change, right? Destruction that makes way for new growth. It's the planet of the underworld and the shadow. And Pluto in Capricorn is a really slow moving phenomena that is like the grinding of the structures that hold society up, AKA Capricorn into dust, which is Pluto, but so that something new can be born from it, or something can literally rise up out of the ashes. And so literally today, Mars, which is this forward moving planet is retrograde. So similar to Mercury retrograde, which we're gonna talk about in a minute. Mars retrograde has this feeling of like, no matter what you wanna get done, Mars retrograde is gonna be pushing back on you, creating resistance. And you can either be like, that's fucking my life. Or it's like actual resistance training where if you wanna go somewhere and you have like 20 pounds on your back or 20 pounds pushing against you, you're gonna need to really wanna go that way. You know, you're gonna need to really wanna go there. So I'm trying to look at Mars retrograde as this thing of like all these things that are causing us itchiness and, and making us feel frustrated and making it feel hard to get these things done as above, so below, society is crumbling, right? And again, that, that's the dramatic way of saying it, but like also, you know, these structures which have supported us, capitalism, government, just society in general, social contracts, agreements. Like, I mean, am I wrong? Can you feel that these things are, are at least compromised, right?
0: I mean, of course. I mean, we're seeing it across the board, you know, whether it be with the climate or with politics. Even when you're out and about in the streets, it literally feels like this eerie reality where everyone's just trying to hold on to what was. And it's like the creepiest energy ever.
2: And so when you think about this Mars energy, Mars and Aries, me, 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 what do I want? Squaring, which is a fiery alignment, it's a challenging alignment, it creates tension, squaring the crumbling of society. So mm-hmm. it's like, I've been talking to so many people about just checking with that, yo. Like, <laughs> based on what's going on around you, what do you want and how are you gonna get it? And where are you experiencing resistance and whatever you're pushing against, like try to push while recognizing everything that is falling apart. And what I've been saying over and over and over is honor the dead, 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 right? I think a lot of our insanity can be explained by not wanting to integrate just what's been lost. Right. And and yet there's so many of us and so many people in your community and our community that are just like, that world's gone, you know, and that's sad and it it deserves grieving. And if you don't grieve, you lose your mind. Okay. Which brings us to Mercury retrograde.
0: Mikey, couldn't that be like a good, uh, Mars lesson though, too, of the retrograde it's like in honoring the dead that would create a moment of pause to say like, there's a reason why I don't want to push.
2: Yes, except that grieving is not something that tends to happen on its own. Grieving is something that you tend to have to make time and space for. And I've been doing tons of sessions during this time. And last week I gave to like four different people separately. Spirits gave to four different people. This grieving practice, which I recommend to people, which is to set a timer for 15 minutes, tell your consciousness that you're giving it space to grieve. And you spend five minutes grieving things that are immediate, that are affecting you. Then you spend five minutes grieving things that are peripherally affecting you, that you're aware of, but that maybe aren't happening directly to you. Like, for instance, the tragedy of hearing of someone who's dying, who's dying of COVID and their family can't go see them, right? Like, if you let that in, it hurts. But there's so many reasons with Mars retrograde to not let that in. So, so you're totally right, Seth, but you got to make that time. Five more minutes grieving things that have nothing to do with you maybe, but that all of us are experiencing. I call this like, you know, the bottom of the ocean tears, the like Oprah ugly cry tears, like the thing that just like the human condition tears where you're just like, fuck, what has happened to us? If you skip over that grief, right, then it builds up. But if you make that space five, 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 and then back out of it, you don't have to take five minutes to back out of it. Your whole system, see, I even just take a deeper breath. Your whole system can relax a little bit because you've you've drained the fuel tank of tears, you know. And in Chinese medicine, the lungs are connected to grief. So, not saying that like COVID's trying to get us to grieve, but there is a metaphysical and and you know in the Chinese system, biological relationship between the emotion of grieving and being able to take a deep breath. If you're clogged with grief, you can't breathe in everything life has to offer. So, making time for it and just taking that pause step, hundred percent. Is worth it. And then we'll get to this at the very end. Then you can decide what's really fucking worth moving forward on. Otherwise, you just have unchecked Mars energy that's like bull in a china shop, charging against resistance and not actually pausing to recognize what's going on.
1: Okay, guys, we're taking a break. We're talking about one of our most treasured partners, Talkspace. Round of applause for them because guess what? I feel like everybody can connect on Gentle Mental Spiral that 2020 has been. And Talkspace is here to help.
0: Guys, Talkspace is an online therapy community that can connect you with licensed therapists for a fraction of the price of in-person therapy, You get matched with your perfect therapist from the comfort of your device, and you can reach out 24-7 when something's on your mind. Also, they've also partnered with Demi Lovato, so I feel like we're really in great company because she's my pop star. Really? Well, I just think she has like the greatest voice of all time. Okay, okay. And I just respect her vulnerability and how open she is about her own mental health journey, and I think she's a badass. I love that. So guys, if you are thinking, you know, I would join them. Join your favorite pop star. Yeah, join your favorite diva and (laughs) sign up for Talkspace. I think it's just so, so cool because a lot of times I hear people saying, you know, I would love to speak to a therapist, but it's not in the budget or, you know, COVID. I can't go anywhere. Like there's a lot of barriers to entry for addressing this and having someone to talk to. And they've just made it so easy, affordable, accessible, and they have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. So they can find the perfect therapist for your goals. And by the way, if you meet someone and you don't like them, just swipe left and try another person. No big deal. <laughs> I feel it important
1: to point out that Talkspace is completely secure and private. They are using the latest encryption technology to store our client information. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, just store the, I I don't work for them. Just to store their <laughs> information. Judas, I just I, felt like I feel like we're all in a collective. It's all community. Guys, if it's, you our, it's our information.
0: Elizabeth might be your therapist. I just learned that. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, we're really into this. We think it's super cool. And we are offering $100 off your first month on Talkspace if you use the code RETROGRADE. So you can go to Talkspace.com, you can download the app, use code retrograde, and you will get $100 off your first month. You know, there's nothing more important than taking care of your mental health besides also your immune system, but they're connected. So <laughs> they're, they're, they're one in the same. Yeah. So again, that's Talkspace.com, code retrograde. And honestly, let us know, you know, if you sign up and how it's going, because we we, we want to hear about the journey.
1: Please do. And now back to the other journey. That's Our right. live show. That's right. I think we all can look at this past year. And if you break down what has happened, it is insane. It is sci-fi shit. And it's like to not hold space for our own selves to process that. I think we could get spit out in like a whole other gnarly spot.
2: And, you know, just to jump ahead to where we're going with this is like the full moon on October 31st that's in Taurus, instead of the fire of Aries, this is the tangibility of Taurus rises up in us. And that both represents resources, physical things, creature comforts, like I say, food and cashmere, you know, like that's very Taurian EK, Ek is Taurus, <laughs> but it also represents values, Right. So what are the things that I have that are valuable to me, but also what are the things inside of me that I have that are valuable to me? So know that at the end of this month, it's going to be a great moment to check in with with everything that's going on. And and to some extent, regardless of what's happening outside of you, all we have right now is our heart, our self-esteem, our sense of value, the community that we've been able to keep and cultivate and sustain during this time. But this brings us to Mercury Retrograde, okay? Because we're on that sort of retrograde. Mercury Retrograde starts October 13th, 1013, and it ends and goes direct November 3rd. And as Steph said, you know, we're in the, uh, you know, shadow phase, right? We're, we're feeling it happening, technical glitches. P.S. I have this amazing healer that I've been working with who every time there's a technical thing that's happening on a live stream, she's like, the forces of darkness don't want this message getting out, so I was sitting here opening like golden, clearing chakras and cleansing the, the the airwaves and just making sure everything feels really good because we got the love and it's here and we're gonna do this. Okay. okay. Love it as one. Does.
0: Apologies to your healer for wanting to play Mary Fuck Kill with wellness trends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, she mad at that.
2: Uh, so Mercury, whereas Mars is the planet of energy and vitality and passion and strong emotions and drive, Mercury is the planet of mind and connection and thought and communication and whereas Mars is very yang or divine masculine, Mercury, honey, is the trans planet, right? Mercury feels great no matter what they're wearing, no matter how they Mercury is the they them of the zodiac. Okay. Mercury, uh when it goes retrograde, it's in Scorpio. Okay. So Mercury going retrograde in Scorpio is turning our mind in on itself to go deeply in and look at the shadow and look at the fear. And look at the trash that we all have inside of us, right? And look at, be willing to face the very worst parts of ourselves, because it's in those things that we find the, the greatest and deepest healing. Huh. Steph and I, as Scorpios, right? We know something about this. You have something too, Elizabeth, right? You guys have a beautiful mutual perception. Steph knows. So. What is it? Elizabeth is Scorpio rising. Thank you. Hey. Okay. So- I- <laughs> Scorpio. The idea is, is that Scorpio has no issue sh- sitting in the shit, and it sits there until it's like, yeah, I'm comfortable with this. This is not. I, I'm not afraid of this. I'm not hiding from this. So, just great simple example is like, look at where you're being selfish. Look at where you're hoarding. Look at where you're coming from a fear-based mentality. It, let's say that's a hypothetical, and then the Scorpio Mercury retrograde in Scorpio would be trying to show you how to face that, own that. And then do something about it and, and bring that into the light and cultivate some kind of generosity or some kind of selflessness, or, you know, I've been having these bursts and bouts of anger. Right. And I'm recognizing that like a lot of it has to do with, you know, getting involved in situations that I don't want to be involved in because I think something's missing in me. So I need to be involved in them. Right. And then I blow up in anger and then I'm like, wait a minute, I feel very fucking passionate about the things that I care about. so putting in some boundaries. I'm saying hypothetically, Mercury retrograde will show you like, where do you need to, what do you need to face so that you can sort of spin it on its head and find the deepest depths of, of, of the, you know, the darkness or the poison in you and turn it into medicine, turn it into something that's useful that you actually want to share with people as opposed to hiding from people. Right. My spirits jump into my head and they're like, yeah, like remember when Steph was like a nasty comic, right. (laughs) Like, would only talk shit. And like, it was always very graphic and amazing. And like, that's a great example of Scorpio energy being like, I'm going to put my nose so deep in this shit that you're going to laugh about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome example of a Mercury retrograde showing us that. So basically then Mercury dips back into Libra on the 27th and stays there until it goes direct on the third. So The Scorpio Mercury retrograde, it's very intimate. I don't know how to tell you to do this stuff in the world with the Mercury retrograde, but going in, facing those fears, and then when it goes back into Libra, it's almost like you come out of it a little bit. You get a little more objective and you're like, oh, wow, I'm no longer resisting the ways in which my fears or my shadows or my darkness uh, is contributing to the problems in the world. And then Libra brings in this like very chic aesthetic energy that now, because Mercury is still retrograde in Libra, teaches us like, how do we make it nice? How do we improve on this situation? How do we make it aesthetically pleasing? And then when it goes direct again, it's like we have a little more mojo. So when it goes direct on November 3rd, this is what I keep telling people. It's like, you got to vote, right? Voting is very important because that's choice. And astrology just tells us sort of what the potentialities and probabilities are, but we always have free will. And we can always make new decisions. And we can always, 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 always work with what we're given. P.S. I was talking like some big shit about hexing the patriarchy. Uh, you guys, like all these forces are very much in play. So I would just suggest to vote and wish for justice and balance and fairness during this. Voting meeting.
1: is the modern hex.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> so let's then, just let's get to up. that. When you get to that Halloween full moon in Taurus, I'm recommending that, like we said, we check in with these values. Whatever's going on between now and the 31st, it's gonna be a lot and there's so much fire and there's so much shattering that I just really urge you to stay connected to your experience, your heart, your intuition, your awareness of what's going on. And if you get information that's triggering, like do some research. And figure out where you're at and what you need and how to keep moving forward, like I said, while also facing these shadowy fears, right? Because all of these experiences are are triggering fears that we can then use to keep moving. And then once we get to that October 31st full moon, we're recommending, like, a, a meditation where you imagine, like, a whiteboard in your head, right, Like that you can dry erase on. And you ask yourself, what do I want, right? What do I want? What do I need? And then meditate on those values, like I was saying to you. So what do I want? What do I need? And you sort of write that on your whiteboard. And then you meditate on your values. What's important to me? What is valuable to me? And then what what is not valuable to me anymore? And then check in with your whiteboard and eliminate stuff, because, you know, full moons are a great time for casting things away, but eliminate desires and perceived needs based on what you have and what you treasure and what you covet and what you want to hold on to. And in a way, like, Torians can be hoarders sometimes because they just love all the things. But if you're really, really, like, when you love a piece of gorgeous clothing, you don't need seven other pieces of disposable fashion. You take care of, of what you've got. So you see what I'm saying? That sort of bipartite approach to it where you, you go with that Marsy energy of what do I want? What do I need? And then meditate on your values. What's actually important to me? What do I treasure? What do I covet? For me lately, it's just been like food, 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 edible spirit, you know? And that ended up in a fifth 20, you know, whatever. And and then I was like, during Virgo season, I was like, I need to feel good. I'm swollen. I'm irritated. None of this works. And now I'm in this space where I'm starting to make uh, processed foods that I would buy, like burger buns and like different condiments and, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to get into that tactile thing. So, all of this is to say then no matter what happens on the 13th, there's more craziness coming on the 12th and on the 20th of November that are these Jupiter alignments where Jupiter conjunct Pluto, I'm sorry, on the, the 20th of December and Jupiter conjunct uh, Saturn that just affect those sort of calamitous, destructive energies. But again, Jupiter is a planet that tries to bestow blessings, but sometimes when the structures are too solid, it has to blow them up in order to create space in order for us to grow. So, do you see how all of this is so intense that you really got to stay in touch with this stuff so that by the time November 3rd comes along, whatever's going down, you're sort of already oriented in terms of what matters to you, what you want. And you've done some of that shadow work with the with Mercury retrograde and Scorpio to be like, where are my trash habits? And how can I turn them from secret weaknesses that I'm hiding into visible strengths that I'm sharing and, and using in service of others as opposed to just like hoarding my problems in service of myself? See what I mean?
0: Yeah, it really sounds to me like we're talking about a lot of this destruction or rearranging or even going into the depths when you describe Scorpio, it's very much like whatever we're moving into in the next year, in the next cycle, and whatever next, literally however many years it's going to take to rebuild society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we, on an individual level, need to get rid of the things you're saying, like trash habits or things that we're holding on to from previous manifestations of our reality in order to make space for the new stuff that's going to come. And that process of letting go of what you held valuable or how you communicated or what you did is a really painful process.
2: It is, but it's also the exact description of the Taurus-Scorpio axis, which is mm-hmm. the two of you. That's in mutual
1: Taurus-Scorpio axis. Yeah, we no. are
2: because the Taurus is about what I have and hold. And then the Scorpio is like, if I let it go, if I actually sacrifice it, if I actually like let it die, then new life will come. Like spring happens. We're going to get to spring. We're going to keep going. None of, we're not going to stop, you know, aside from the dead that we have to honor. See what I mean? So it's like, I love that you bring it to that space because of course we're going to build a fucking new society. Have you met like any children that have been born in the last 10, 15 years? They're extraordinary beings, right? It's That's just we have, like a lot of dinosaurs, a.k.a. Capricorn, that are calcified and crusty and their bones are creaky. And they're like, ah, I don't want to go down. Like they're panicking. Titanic yeah. rat panicking. Yeah. You know? so <laughs> Did you say Titanic rat? Yeah, like Titanic, like the rats flying off the Titanic.
0: Titanic. I thought you said satanic rat. And I was Uh, like, that pretty much describes all of
2: uh, the current administration. It's true. You know, just because it comes in right here, just take a look, you guys, every once in a while and ask yourself, like, who truly has power? Who truly has magic? When you look at people, not to make any vast generalizations, but like, who looks like they're actually being fed off of by like alien reptiles? And like, who looks like they, like a zombie? right? I Who's know, a pile of shit? Mean, and who, who doesn't? Who actually know. have light?
0: Yeah, it's so true. You look at some of these people in the eyes and you're like, you're either like a reptile or actually just dead and being animated by something else.
2: <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. But again, we got to be present for these awarenesses so that we can then make choices in our lives that are based on our values so that these events are not happening to us, so that we're participating in them and using the Torian resources that we have to honor what's passing and honor what's what's expired, so that we can build like new levels of comfort and cashmere for all souls everywhere without exception. So be it, and so it is. Mm-hmm. And
1: so it is. That's the prayer right there. Mm-hmm. Comfort and cashmere for everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> retrograde
0: 2020. <laughs> I'm seeing looking. a lot of questions, and I feel like oh, we don't have really time for any of the deeper ones the only thing i think that might maybe can cover before we go is asking what are other tips besides grief writing to kind of ground for the next few months
2: 100% you know all we have right now is our our hearts and our bodies and hopefully our health our communities and what are the things that link those things up you know the values that we have are changing so just to be clear grief grief feeling is more important than grief writing giving yourself the time and space to just let in these tsunamis of tears right and and sadness and and anger because uh, there's so many other emotions besides sadness and tears connected with grief literally giving yourself space uh, halloween is the 31st you know day of the dead on uh, november 1st those are times when the veil is very thin build an altar honor your ancestors, leave offerings of their favorite food and drink and vices, tobacco and cigarettes and and, and wine and weed or whatever. And you lead that and then you sit there and you let yourself feel how much you miss your grandmother, how much you wish you knew this person that you never met. And that really creates the space for you to feel those things. But if you're gonna write something, do the opposite. That's a Scorpio practice, do the Taurus practice. What do you value? What matters? What do you treasure? Now that we know how much we can live without, what could you not live without? And -hmm. then try to use those tangible things to stay grounded and be like, okay, I got that. I got that. I got that. Whatever I think I need or have to fight for, have to go for, maybe I don't need that right now. Maybe I can sit still and treasure these things and honor the dead and begin to build anew with these resources and with these tangible things. Okay. Love that. That
1: Thank you. We yield our time. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys so much. This is this fun, grand experiment that, you know, we realize the internet exists and this is an offering that we can do. So, this is our first ever digital podcast recording Mm. with an
0: audience. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for being here, Mikey. Thank Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you to Dynasty Typewriter. It's a joy to get to do
1: this show. I feel like there's eight gajillion things people can listen to and the fact that you guys give us your ears once a week truly means the world.
0: Shabbat Shalom. (laughs) Exactly. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye.